Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining our podcast. This is Cindy Carter and Carmela Toller bringing to you Good Life Conversation, exploring social role valorization and life-wasting prevention for people with disabilities. These conversations are for everyone. Maybe you have a disability, care for someone with a disability, or you are just curious about how people with disabilities are devalued every day right before your eyes. We can explore these topics and others during the Good Life Podcast. Welcome to today's podcast, Good Life Conversations. I'm Cindy Carter. I'm Carmela Toller. And we are thrilled to have a guest in our studio today, Tierra Clark. Tierra, can you tell us about inclusive dance? Yes. So inclusive dance means that everyone gets to dance. Even me? Everyone. <laughs> yes, even you. <laughs> everyone, no matter um, your ability or your skill level, your movement level, you are able to move and dance and be free. That sounds wonderful. So during the pandemic, how are you doing your inclusive dance classes? Great question. So we moved to completely virtual. That way everyone can join from their home, from their bathroom, from their kitchen. They don't have to come to a dance floor and they don't have to miss any movement or um, a way of expressing themselves because we are now doing everything via Zoom. You both are dancers, Carmela and Tierra are dancers. Mm -hmm. And then we have Cindy, the non-dancer. You are a dancer. <laughs> no, yes. you are a dancer. You're very kind. <laughs> but, but how do you get people comfortable to express dance? That's a question for both of you because you're both dancers. Mm -hmm. You have such confidence in dance. How do you help other people? Well, one of the ways is we're we're not their critics. People are their right. own critics first. So we have to invite them in and their friends encourage them. And once they come in, we're not there to uh, criticize them. We are there to um, help them express themselves. And everything is good. And over time, you just get better and better and better. It's like anything that you start out doing. Whether it's um, mowing a lawn or, or sewing a dress, it's rough in the beginning, but it gets better and better and better as you go along. So, yeah. I agree. You encourage and you use positive remarks, uh, comments and feedback so that the dancer then feels like a dancer and they don't feel like they walked into a place and they don't know what they're doing. They don't feel like they walked somewhere and became a stranger. So you just make them feel comfortable. So we talk about inclusion a lot on Good Life Conversations, and it's a word that not everybody always understands. So you're saying if I have physical challenges, if I have um, mobility issues, I could still participate in an inclusive dance class. Absolutely. Because there is a no judgment zone. So we are free to do anything, even if you can only move your hands or clap your hands or nod your head. You are welcome to the dance class. So have you had just people from Indiana participating or what, what has been your inclusive dance experience? We have had people from all over the country, literally wow. even outside of the country. They have joined because it's via Zoom. So as long as they have access to a website or access to Wi-Fi, I should say, they're able to join. And the beautiful thing about it is they come with parents, they come with siblings, they come with grandparents. So it's literally inclusive because the entire family joins in. Wonderful. So what other countries do you have participating? Oh, I can't remember off the top of my head. Right, right. <laughs> I 
cannot. But I know um, been across the states also. So we've had folks from New York. We've had people from Philly. It's been really nice to hear the accents because I like to have a small introduction. So I'm like, oh, tell me how old you are. Tell me your name. Tell me where you're from. So that's been really fun. I can't quite remember all the countries. Wow. That's that amazing. That is amazing, isn't it? It's been really fun. Well, Tier, you teach all the time. You teach little kids and middle-aged kids and adults and all of that. So just that background alone lends you that great ability to go in and with anyone. With anyone. And you just meet them, what, at, at their level or? We meet them where they are. Where they are. We really do. So okay. um, I welcome people to leave their cameras off in the beginning because mm. I don't want anyone to feel like they are a focal point because it is. it can be, you know, pretty. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Um, pretty overwhelming almost or scary your first time or even your first three times. But as Carmela said in the beginning, you warm up to that. You become more comfortable, more confident. And then before you know it, everyone's cameras on. Everyone's doing whatever movements they see fit. Not even what I show them. They're just dancing and they're having fun and expressing themselves. But you're right. Um, the background of teaching various ages and various um, levels of ability opens the door to inclusive inclusiveness. It really does. I love how you said too that the whole home then it's not just one person yeah but right. but other people in the house are expressing themselves through dance so not only virtually are you inclusive you're also inclusive within the home so yeah it's not just the person that maybe has a disability dancing it's everybody it's everyone and it's funny to see the generations right. the generational differences <laughs> so i may say a name if we're just having fun i'm like oh tell me show me who knows how to do the butterfly and maybe the younger Generations don't know how, but that parent or that grandparent will get on there and show me an old school dance movement. And it is just so, it's, it's really fun to see. <laughs> so is it like expressive dancing or what What would you say? What kind? Because I know I've watched Dance Moms, so I know there are different kinds. But what would you say is inclusive dance? What what kind of dance are you teaching? I think it's a combination, honestly. Um, if you can be expressive and you're okay with that, then that's perfect. But if you can only follow steps that I show you to counts, then that's okay too. If you don't have any rhythm, that's that's okay. Um, but it's almost a combination of dance movement and fitness okay. because a lot of times you want to get moving, especially during the pandemic. You're in your home all day. You may be yeah. going to school, you know, going to work and you're sitting there all day in front of a computer. So it's the way to stretch the limbs, get your body moving, get your heart rate pumping. So it's a combination of um, dance fitness, really. Make a great point. You know, both of you being dancers, what does that do for a person when they dance? What what happens? What are the, some of the outcomes for a person if they can express themselves through dance? Gosh, I would say it's liberating. Mm -hmm. What you say? Invigorating. Liberating. Oh, yeah, exactly. Everything. It just um, freedom. the the idea of there might be a little pain involved sometimes. Yeah. But you feel fabulous afterwards. The yeah. sweating thing, the adrenaline, the yeah. you feel very light. Not weak. That's not the right word. Light experience. Um, if it's, you know, consistently done. That's why people come back and do it. That's and that's true. why people really, people really like dance. And if they yeah. don't dance, they like watching it because they get something from it. Yeah. It's energy that, you know, people are like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Pulls you yeah. So I think of the line dances, you know, with country oh, dancing yes. or the Cupid Shuffle or yeah, something. Yeah, right. That it's rare that you have that kind of group mm -hmm. experience, right? Mm -hmm. This is an old um, therapy. Oh. This goes way back, you know. I mean, hundreds of years about ritual value of dance and expression. Whether people they 
danced to to make it rain. They danced to the gods. Right. They danced because someone was getting married. They danced to celebrate freedom. It is an old form of patronage that we pay with ourselves, our expression. Mm -hmm. So it will never go away. It never has. The idea that someone says they can't dance is only because they haven't been exposed or, or done it. Because everybody is made to be able to do that. I want to go back to um, when you were speaking of the line dancing. Mm -hmm. I thought about something when you said, I can only, I may turn the wrong way. Mm -hmm. Have you noticed that people will gather and try to teach you what you don't know? Mm -hmm. When people oh, yeah. stand up and they're like, oh, I don't know how to do it. I don't want to do come it. On, come on, come on. Everyone will take you in and teach you that. I was looking at Tom Joyner uh, Cruise. So I watched um, the, a video of a cruise how, from start to finish, how he staffs it, how it all gets set up, how he books wow, the entertainers and everything. I just wanted to kind of understand how that business ran. The most remarkable thing about it was the line dancing. And they, it was so much fun. It was so right. invigorating. So just looking at your face, which our audience can't right, see, right. I just see joy with yeah, both yes, of you. When you yeah. talk about dance, mm -hmm. your face just lights up yeah. and it's just joy. It's like, yeah. I can't even say the word without you guys smiling. Yeah. Dance. Because that's what it brings. So I have to bring up something. Tierra doesn't know I'm going to say this. So there's another dance. And I know all three of us took part in it. And it's a flash mob dance. A flash mob is so exciting because anyone that's watching the audience, they don't know what to expect. They don't know who's going to stand up and start dancing. It comes out of nowhere. So for us, the flash mob was, this is me, SRV. And it started with one single person singing a song. So the person is singing and the audience is like, wow, he's singing a song. It's, it's just really touching. The and words it was, of the it was song. Was it a staff meeting? That it was, it was an all okay. staff meeting. So the staff didn't know that this young man was going to get up and start singing this solo and what they didn't know and what they didn't expect was for other staff to start standing up and carrying signs to the yard to start dancing simultaneously in the end initially it was one person going out standing with signs mm -hmm. one at a time and it was it was amazing everyone the feedback was amazing Carmel I think you were standing next to somebody who was like what is, what is he, why is he singing? Why is he, right. What is he doing? Are they dancing? <laughs> not knowing that Carmen not was knowing that she was part of it. It was amazing. They were so happy. Yeah, the entire process was fun. I enjoyed the process of making something. So how long did it take? So we didn't all just get up and start doing right. that flash mob <laughs> dance. So what was the preparation to get to that meeting? The preparation was five weeks, which is awfully <laughs> short, to be honest. Um, Especially for me. And um, a lot of folks could not join until literally the week before. <laughs> I think that was you, right? right or right. maybe a couple of <laughs> So that was the fun part. We rehearsed via Zoom because folks were all over the state. Mm -hmm. So some came in person, some could not come in person, some couldn't come at all. But we recorded all of the Zoom rehearsals. They watched, they worked hard. And then five weeks later, we had a finished product. That's amazing. It was yes. amazing. It truly was. So so tell us about the signs. You, you mentioned they walked with signs. And we talk often about mm -hmm. social role valorization yes. themes. What were the signs that were in the flash mob? Yes. So the signs were two-sided. And on one side,
side, you had the wounding that occurs for our individuals that may not be able to do things on their own. And they've been traumatized by these wounding, by the wounding. So on one side, you have words like life wasting, death making, all of these different things. And on the other side, you had SRV or you had this is me. So it was very powerful. It was very impactful for our audience to see that anyone that watches would feel some type of way just reading the words alone, not looking at the movements, not listening to the words of the song, but looking at those words, you're feeling something there. And if you're interested in in seeing the video, I just saw the newest version of it. If you're interested, you can uh, reach out to us at goodlife at lelhs.com and we'll share that video. And the purpose of that was really to celebrate social role valorization and to celebrate training. A lot of our Good Life conversations, Mm -hmm. we're really talking about social role valorization and we're wanting to to seek out more and more training. So we have this weekly podcast that hopefully makes it very natural and normal to talk about social role valorization, but it's a lifelong process. It's it's forever because it has been for the people that we serve. Many of them have been in these situations for a very long time. So not only changing our mindset, we have to change our mindset about it first and then we can begin to help them to change their mindset about how people have made them think of themselves and once they do that it's amazing what life opens up for them I like how you said their mindset too Mm -hmm. because we're often talking about all of us and how we change our mindset I had a conversation with Leslie the other day and Mm -hmm. she was talking about the person she's supporting always refers to herself as client Mm -hmm. or if she's talking about another person she'll be like Client John. It's yeah, a title. It's a t- it is, a, but it's it not a, a valued t- title. No. no. And no. why do why do we have to put that narrative? Why can't it just be John? Why right. can't it be yeah. Shannon? Yes. Right. Or they say staff Cindy. Can I just be Cindy? Right. <laughs> do I have to put that? Do I have as to a, be that? Yeah. But it's programmed. Mm-hmm. It is. They've been programmed that way. And intentionally, right? <laughs> Unconsciously, but intentionally. Mm -hmm. Human service has been like, this is the staff bathroom. This is the client bathroom. This is introducing people as staff. Introducing people as clients. Yes. And so we can't turn that around overnight Mm -hmm. if we've been doing it for 20 years. Separation. Yes. 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 You know, the thought is that... Something is wrong with the client. Unhealthy, they're unsanitary, they're sick, they're this, and it's contagious. Right. So don't go in that room or bathroom behind them because that disability could be contagious. And that is just amazing when I remember hearing about that. Yeah thinking that, you know, how it'll rub off on you. Even today, people have thoughts about about that, and they're so afraid of being like that, that they go out of their way and avoid the people that we work with every day. And it's discrimination, right? So, yeah, so with Dream Crow laws, too, that people can't have the same bathroom, and you have to walk mm-hmm. out of the home in the rain outside. to yeah. go? That's okay. Challenging the thinking. mindset, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it's the mindset. Thinking. Yeah. Getting through all of that doesn't get us to the good things in life a lot of times. Right. We have all of this stuff that we have to muster through and get through with our, the people that we serve. And then we say, okay, would you like to dance? Some have not been exposed to it until they're 60 years old. Why? Because of all the other stuff. So we just try to cut through that. There's no need for that because this standing on ceremony, waiting on us, it's not right. It's not. We don't have to do that. Not anymore. What you're saying, too, is so impactful is that they have all that wounding and heavy heartiness. 
and dance mm-hmm. can bring them joy and help right. them express. Um, I, I know I've heard Tier talk about different dances that she's done to different, you know, causes. And so the ability to express yourself through mm-hmm. dance, right, right. even with the heavy heartedness. Yeah. Without just, speaking. Right. Without speaking. But it you says can, so yeah, much. You can so say much. what's on your heart. You can say what you feel in the moment without mm-hmm. saying a word. And we were trying to be expressive too during that this is me SRB. Right, right, right. <laughs> the heavy heartedness when we had those signs yes. with the wounds. Mm-hmm. Because you can't hold up a sign that says death making or segregation and not feel, feel it. Right. right. And when you watch the video, you will see us throw the signs. Yes. We toss yes. the signs. Yes. Let it go. Yeah, yeah. that signifies us letting it go. And a better day, a better good life for everyone. Right. And that's really what this podcast is about, is we're wanting to find that good life for all, whether it's through dance, whether it's through employment. Right. Everyone should have access to everything. Right. And everyone. So if somebody's interested in inclusive dance, how would they contact you, Chair? They can email me. Uh, my email address is T as in Tom, Clark, C-L-A-R-K, at L-E-L-H-S dot com. And how often is that offered? Is it monthly, quarterly? How often do you offer your dance class? It is every week. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 30 minutes right now, but okay. it, it will probably go back to our hour, okay. get going, and anyone can show up. Any family member can show up. We encourage the families to join. There's, like I said before, there's a no judgment zone. You can leave your camera off. You don't want anyone to see you, and you can just watch me. <laughs> and so is there a cost? associated with inclusive dance i'm glad that you asked it is absolutely free wonderful so if you are interested in inclusive dance and it's virtual so that is really helpful for anybody mm-hmm. anywhere mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. just wants to begin the dance experience or the expression of dance and hopefully that that will bring more joy in your life and more good life mm-hmm. so thank you for joining us here it's been a great conversation and we hope everybody supports inclusive dance for all Thank you for joining the Good Life Conversation podcast. For additional information about today's topic, contact Carmela or Cindy at goodlife at L-E-L-H-S dot The, the conversation, conversation for a good life for all starts with you.